What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on the Mayo Media Network. Five games on the ice today. Chris Meany here with you. Please like, subscribe, rate, review. We're asking for five stars. That's right. Five stars. If you're on the fence about giving five stars, when I bring in this next guest, I think it's going to push you over the top. I am so thrilled to bring in Cam Stewart, Cam, what's up, man? It's been so long. What's happening, Meanie? I hear I I'm looking. I see you're hitting uh, first goals at twenty to one. Uh, get on Suzuki, baby. Yeah, no, you're on fire. Still rocking your Eagles gear. We got something in common. Your football team sucks. The Seahawks suck. We all suck, buddy. But our hockey picks, hopefully, they don't suck. So uh, let's make some money for everybody. And you've been really nailing the props. Um, I've been think, Chris. We'll go over some stuff. But early on in the season going to track some of this stuff like the back-to-backs like we got to find little angles are the goalies going to be cold the first night we had over second night you know the the late games definitely got over there so you know I think right now the players are ahead of the goalies but the live betting stuff the props for hockey have been fantastic and that's the thing people aren't really realizing this isn't like football where you're getting first touchdown guys at you know sometimes four plus 456 like you get Suzuki at 20 to 1 you got guys hurdle. Like, you know what I mean? Like these are numbers that blow up the tote board. Even if you have 20, 30 bucks on this thing, you build your bankroll, you got three, 400 bucks and you're ready to party and you could put more units on these games, buddy. It's good. You've been hitting them and I'm going to start playing more of those. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot start and I'll admit, I mean, nailing first goals is pretty, it's pretty lucky, but the odds are crazy. Yeah. I mean, slick Nick Suzuki, 20 to one on opening night had the stammer three point night. That was, uh, 850 to one last night. So I'm rocking the, the Sharks T. Yeah. Thomas Hurdle, who was $3,000 on FanDuel. Some of these guys, and we'll talk some DraftKings, um, but really there's been some players who have been mispriced. And a lot of them are just rookies or guys on new teams or guys that were hurt last year. Carlson was mispriced last night on DK. Tyson Berry's been mispriced on DK new team uh, hurdle last night, 16 to one Marshan 10 to one. So the bets have been hot. Hopefully we have some winners here for you today. We're going to go through some games that we like five games, only one back to back, but cam. Yeah. I think it's very important to follow trends, especially this time early on in the season, no preseason action. A lot of teams are going to be playing each other. Like right now. I mean, we have one back to back, uh, last night, Washington and Buffalo played. The Caps won 6-4, but Chicago is playing Tampa again. Pittsburgh is playing Philly again. St. Louis is playing Colorado again. And then Ottawa and Toronto are going to go toe-to-toe quite often this year. So uh, is that what you're following, just early trends, uh, who's hot, and just goals? I mean, there seems to be a lot of overs so far. Yeah, no, I always thought the, the overs were going to hit me. And I got to tell you something, the Canadian division might be a disadvantage to these people, even though as hockey fans and betters, we love it. Think about Montreal. You're a Canadians fan. I'm a Leaf fan. This is game number one. It was like the Stanley Cup, the final. That three-on-three was madness. Like, I would have paid good money to see that game. Like, no offense to the NBA and everything else. Like, these hockey guys, they're different cats. They'll play with injuries. There's no, uh, hey, I'm going to take personal time off. If the bone's not, like, broken or they're dead, you know what I mean? They will be at the game. That's the type of people these guys are. They're tough. And they came out of the gate, no pre- no preseason, no nothing. And you saw the quality of that game. Like the Montreal Toronto game was awesome. It was. So that's what I'm trying that's what I'm trying to say. It's like these teams will get a hate on for each other too. And with hate, 
comes penalties. And teams like the Oilers, you know them with Dreisaitl, McDavid, the guys they have, snipers. So I think we're going to take more overs in the in these maybe the North Division games because the Canadian teams, already these guys already hate each other. Like Ottawa hates Montreal. Montreal, everyone hates Toronto. Calgary, Winnipeg, they hate each other. Vancouver's in the mix. They, You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's I think it's even more... Uh, you know, uh, it's it's more out there in the Canadian division because these guys they hated each other before. Now they see each other nine, ten times. Meanie, it's yeah. going to be pre- it's going to be pretty stupid. Like that Montreal game. Every time the Leafs get together, too, it almost seems like guys lie bet the Leafs when they're down two or three goals to Montreal. <laughs> they come out, they come back and and make a game of it. Hey, buddy, this has been going on for a long time. A long time, yeah. I, I gave the Habs as a pick. I, I it, was it was a good long- pick. I mean, I, what I said on the show was that I think that they're a better five on five team and I will stand. I agree. And what happens is the Leafs are so skilled. You can't just give, you can't give them power plays. You give them a five on three, the game's over. You go to three on three, good game. It's over. See you later. Like they just have so much skill, but that was a great game. It's going to be very entertaining to watch those two teams. Yeah. The overs hit yesterday. I was on the Columbus and Nashville under that one hit Vancouver, Edmonton over Calgary, Winnipeg over. And that was just five and a half. I think if you see a lot of five and a halfs, you, you got to jump on it, especially inside that division. So hopefully we got some winners here for you today. We're going to go through something that I've been taking a look at cam too is it's just shot props. I've been really into the NFL props, but the shot props, like last night, Patrick Line was plus 120 to have over two and a half shots. We know that this guy's a volume shooter. So going to give a couple of those towards the end of the show. You want to start game by game? We got some DraftKings picks. I got some sleepers in the yep. back of my head here, some value we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, you're a big pick guy, and let's start with the games. So we got these great boards here from our guy, Matty Best. Uh, we got the Blackhawks and T- Tampa Bay Lightning. Heavy favorites, the Lightning, minus 275. I think if you're just thinking about picking them, it's either puck line, maybe you stay away, or do you think at all the upset with Chicago? Cam, I think, you know, it's it's not a knock on the Blackhawks in terms of effort. They just don't have the skill set, man. They don't have they got, the talent. They got, they got players out, too. Like, what about yeah. what about Doc? This guy was going to be an amazing player. He's going to be out for a while. Jonathan Taves is a leader. He's out. They got injuries on the back end. They're old like me, Meanie, too. Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of guys who are, hey, they, these guys are cup winners, but they're long in the tooth, too, man. It's tough. Uh, the Blackhawks, I feel kind of bad because I was going to be, they were going to be a play-on team for me. But now with the injuries and the way they're banged up, I don't know. They got what do they got? Delia starting and net. For me, it's either Tampa Bay and Parlays or the puck line. Like I don't see many things changing this time around in this game. I'm not sure. Maybe Chicago puts a better effort in, but Tampa Bay didn't even play their best hockey and they slapped them around in the first game. Yeah, and on opening night, uh, I know Matt said he. I think he had him puck line as well. I I think we gave it on the show. It was certainly over at FTNBets.com. They were plus 110 for the puck line. Today, they're checking in minus 115. And by the way, I wanted to get this off the top. Uh, you can use the promo code Mayo. You can use the promo code Meanie. Whatever promo code you want over at FTMBets.com. This is the very last day for the buy one, get one package we have going on. $129 gets you the DFS package, and it gets you NHL bets for the entire season. You're not going to get a better deal than this. You're also going to get the season-long waiver wire articles uh, every single week, too, for those who are still playing in season-long leagues. So uh, head on over to ftn at bets.com and look for that. So I agree. I mean, lightning, puck, 
puck line if you're going to do it or in a parlay. I won't ever pick them on the money line at minus 270 unless I'm just jamming in a bunch. There's just really – I just don't see it's it. A, it's, a, it's a great way to be broke. And let me tell you, like I used to know I used to know guys, it's like – it's kind of like a baseball when the Yankees are – can they lose? They lose a game. Now they're minus 350. I got to go back to them. They can't lose two in a row. They lose two in a row. Oh, my God, this guy's out $5,000. I'll put it all on all that. They can't get swept. Yeah, you just got swept. These yeah. things happen, Meanie. You know what I mean? It's just we've all learned that lesson as gamblers. Like we're older now. It's the that's the thing. Like it looks great. It looks like easy money, but I don't play anything. Usually around for me, like a buck sixty is kind of where I put the brakes on when it comes to money lines. Like I don't mind paying a little bit of juice if I love it, but two seventy. You throw a couple hundred dollars down on that game. You're down 540 going, oh, God, here we go. Then you have to grind and grind and grind. Just not a good gambling approach. I agree. So I'll throw out a couple of the shot props here. We got Braden Point over two and a half shots on goal, minus 118. And then Patrick Kane is three and a half shots. It's a little high. It's minus 110. Uh, he put four pucks on net last time. Stammer is just, it's just too juiced. 167, two and a half shots. I don't like it. But if you want to get crazy, I mentioned I had the three point night plus 180. Uh, he is plus 600, three point night. He's plus. 200 for a two point night. So uh, I like stammer and point again, we'll get to some DK points uh, or plays a little bit later on, but that's, that's kind of where I'm, what I'm feeling here in that one. And then first goal, if you're looking for one, I mean, Stamkos at plus 850. Again, these are tough. You're not going to be able to nail them all the time, but there's good odds. Like you said, Cam, if you can start the night nailing one of these and you really got yourself uh, a solid bankroll. So plus 850 for Stamkos. If I'm looking at a long shot, deep shot, it would be Alex to at 16 to Good one. Call. Um, all right. Toronto Ta- or Toronto, Ottawa. Should we do it? Let's start. <laughs> what do you think? Here's the thing. I, I talked about this when I'm doing all my uh, pregame shows with uh, Marenzi and blessing and all the stuff that I do here at sports grid, Pat. And I'll tell you, I, I, I sorry, Chris, I think Ottawa is Mayo. He's got these guys. And I could get a lot of texts. I, 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 I'm Mayo, Mayo. Yeah, he's here. He's <laughs> hey, hanging around somewhere. Hey, Cam, how you doing? Uh, hey, Mayo, you got golf picks? Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Uh, I got to say Ottawa is going to be a, a play on team, Chris. You know that. I think, let's be honest, in a couple of years, I think they're going to be cup contenders with all the young guys that they have yeah. in. Are they going to be battling now? They will. But the skill set, it's going to take a while for these guys to grow. Um, I would look at overs in Leaf games. It's yeah. it, it's pretty high total, but Six and a I half. think the Leafs defense is still the Leafs defense. Ask Montreal. They could have won that game if they didn't implode. And I got to believe the Leafs will be able to, to score on Ottawa. I lean to the over in the game. Um, you could put the Leafs in parlays, I guess. I, I hate to say this, Meanie. I really want to take Ottawa, though. They're just like, a, a, as a big pooch. I don't know how you feel about this game, but I just think this is a type of game. The Leafs, the Battle of Ottawa, the uh, Ontario, these guys know each other. I, I wouldn't be comfortable laying uh, 220 with the with the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, I, last year they competed every night. They mm-hmm. took a lot of teams by surprise, and this year they're better. Right. You bring in Dadnoff, who is who was great last year in Ottawa. Step band, say what you want about him, but he's a serviceable yep. player inside the top six. Cedric Paquette, Tim Stutzel. Like this is a guy who lit up the world juniors. We'll get to him in a little bit, but he's two five on DraftKings. Nobody gets any cheaper than that. And he is in the top six. I got Drake Batherson is a nice young buck from Nova Scotia out East. Uh, and he's going to be a, a solid player in the NHL. I agree. I like the over six and a half. What do you think about Sen's puck line? Plus one, plus 1.5 at minus 137. I mean, that's okay. 
Yeah, it's not bad. Like that juice for that, you're get, you're getting the the extra little bit, you know, and I love that too. It's not even plus one. You get the plus one and a half. So instead of a push, you get the win. Yeah. Uh, like last night, I took uh, the Devils at plus one. It was a push. They actually, nice. at one point, I thought they could win that yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Chris, I think you're right about that. Like the Leafs, this seems like the type of game they were lucky to beat Montreal. If Ottawa brings their A game, I like the over, and I'll probably take the pooch at plus one and a half too. Uh, I can't be I can't be laying it down on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I know people think this team's great, but I'm a realist as a fan. They have a lot of problems on the back, back end. They have problems with their forwards coming back, and their goaltending with Freddie Anderson's pretty inconsistent. So for me, it'd be probably Ottawa or nothing, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Minus 200 for the least, by the way, all these odds from DraftKings Sportsbook. So the next game on the slate here, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers. This is a, a rematch from opening night. A lot of goals. I actually thought that this game was, I was wrong in this game. I thought it was going to be tight. I thought it was going to be under what I saw from the Flyers heading into the bubble and at the bubble or during the bubble was just a tight checking, low scoring team. Yeah. video is, is known to kind of play that system, play that style. But taking a look at that game from our friends at Natural Stat Trick, that was just a wide open hockey game, man. Five on five. There were a lot of plays, uh, a lot of scoring chances for both teams, high danger scoring chances. And I'll get to it again on the DK side of things. But the best line on the ice was Joel Farabee at a four point night. He was with Drew and Kevin Hayes. They had 15 shot attempts, nine shots, two goals, seven scoring chances and five high danger chances. That line was unreal. Uh, what do you think about this game? The total's at six. It's tough, meaning it's one of those things I tried to get cute with that game too. I like the Flyers all week, had them, and then I live bet the Penguins uh, when they were down trying to get plus money. Didn't work out. The Flyers dominated. You talk about Farabee had a great game, and I don't know. I kind of want to go back to Pittsburgh in this game, but this team bothers me. Like when Crosby and Malkin aren't doing their thing, who's going to step up for these guys? Who's going to score goals? I also, in the goaltending, Jari is so, he's so up and down. He's so hot, so cold. Pittsburgh's got an aging defense, meaning this team kind of bothers me, to be honest with you. Like they're a team, ever, I know everyone thinks, oh yeah, they're still going to be around. They're, they're almost fade material for me. I just, this is, they're a very hard team to take. Philadelphia, probably one of the people's picks to go to the Stanley Cup final. They're very good. Carter Hart's going to get better as the season progresses as well. What do we do with this game? I got to be honest with you. I like a few games. This isn't one of them. For me, I kind of want to go back to Pittsburgh, Chris. I kind of want to go back, but I'm a little bit timid. There's a couple games that I love. I lean to Pittsburgh here. Yeah, this this one is a bit of a stay away for me. I'm I'm opposite with you. Usually I'm on the same page, but I will go Philly uh, just because some of the points that you made with the Penguins, I, I agree. Uh, I think, you know, not a knock on Sid. Certainly he still has it, but Malkin is on the decline. Yep. And I don't like the defense. And I think you're spot on with Jari. And I was looking at starting goalies. We're coming at you a little bit early here on the Friday morning, so we don't have uh, a lot of firm news. Hart is going to start. I expect jar to start but i wouldn't be shocked if it was casey to smith uh or i i just don't care who it is mm -hmm. to be honest i think it's a it's a hole uh, i think that they have a hole in the in their net and on the blue line i i just like this flyers team and it's not because Hart. like maybe he's a little bit overhyped he is a good goalie but i just think they have three solid lines like they are mm -hmm. deep they're a deep squad um it's basically a pick them here i'm gonna take philly at minus 110 and i'm gonna stay away from the total uh, I still have that gut feeling that it's going to be a, a light, you know, tight checking game, low scoring, but I'm going to lean with the flyers there. 
Washington and Buffalo. As I mentioned, these two teams played last night. A lot of goals. This, this is my game, meaning. I, I knew it was your Buffalo. game. You know, Buffalo. You, yeah. Oh, <laughs> game in overtime. Can we get I'll a hot watch Fontaine? <laughs> la, 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 Fontaine. Merry Christmas, Buffalo. Sabres six, Nordiques three. And we'll say this. Uh, I watched that Buffalo game. They were coming back. Eichel scored, and I hate to say it now that he's hurt, that stall giveaway was one of the worst giveaways I've ever yeah. seen in hockey, and Washington took all the momentum back from this game. So Allmark's going to go instead of Hutton. The Sabres' defense is brutal, but they do have guys, good young players on that team, and I thought I watched that game, Meany, and they really took it to Washington. Sam Sonoff was a very pretty lucky, I thought, on a couple of saves, too. This is the back-to-back theory. We'll see if it rings true. I got to take the Sabres as a pooch tonight. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going there. Hopefully this dog's got bite. And he, you know what I mean? I hope he's more of a Doberman rather than a poodle. But we'll take uh, we'll take Buffalo. Uh, I didn't like the giveaways early in the game. And uh, they were down 4-1. to one. They almost came back and, and got it there. But uh, I think the Sabres are a good pooch play tonight. I, ho- I hope you're on the same side because I trust I you. Yeah. I am. I agree with you 100%. And I knew I I knew that you were going to love this game the most from hanging out with you um, in the office for a few years and talking puck with you every single day. I know that you are a Sabres guy. I think deep down you're a Sabres guy. I am. I am. It's actually weird, Meanie. Like, even though the Leafs were my team as a childhood, like my boy Blessing, I watched him like growing up in the LaFontaine, Malarchuk, like all those, like those teams. That's like, we used to get Sabre games here. Like you're the East Coast, like you got Montreal, we got Buffalo games too. So Leafs and Buffalo were the teams that I, I liked. And I knew uh, uh, Pat, Pat Chadwick, actually the goaltender, Ed Chadwick, played for the Boston Bruins and my aunt and her, his daughter were like best friends. So he was a scout for the Sabres. So when I was a kid, I got a Gilbert Perot jersey. I used to get Sabres stuff all the time. So it's kind of weird as a child. I actually, I don't tell because I'm, I'm Leafs guy, but I used to, I always had a soft spot in my heart for the Sabres too. I love this team, Beanie, but uh, I'll tell you, man, last night I thought they deserved a better fate in that game and I'm coming back to them. If Allmark can just be decent, I think the Sabres are a really nice dog tonight against Washington. I agree. And honestly, when you look a little bit deeper in the numbers and I watched the game, I saw the giveaway as well. Uh, this was a pretty even game, five on five. The, the shot attempts at five on five, 21 19 in favor of Washington. But where it matters, the, the scoring chances were in favor of Buffalo. The high danger scoring chances, seven to three in favor of Buffalo. It was just that Ovechkin Oshie Backstrom line that ate them up. They, they, on yesterday, the shot prop total for Oshi was 1.5. He hit it in the first shift. I'm not seeing it right <laughs> now um, on DraftKings. I don't see it there. I'm seeing Taylor Hall 3.5 is plus 130. Eichel 3.5 is minus 106. Uh, Hall and Eichel looked pretty good last night. I agree. On this show, we mentioned Hall as a rocket Richard deep, just long shot, 40 to one. And good price. I mean. This is a duo that could be one of the better duos in the NHL, can it not? I mean, Hall is playing on a one-year deal, and Eichel is one of the better players in the league. Couldn't agree more. And you watched them last night. These guys were flying out there. They got a little bit snake-bitten, too. With some luck, they could have actually done really well. I agree. Hall's going to shoot the puck more. Eichel's an animal. And I think they're going to be a desperate team. Also, I know this is kind of maybe a stupid theory, but watching the success of the Bills, it's like, Come on, Sabres. Like, you got a really good thing going in the city right now. I know Allen goes to the games and stuff. Maybe 
it's like you don't want to be the laughing stock of that city. You got a real hot football team right now, too. So maybe they can carry some of the Bills' momentum. I thought they deserved a better fate. But Meany, this is one of my uh, favorite plays tonight. I'm going back to Buffalo. If they lose again, I'll be pissed off because uh, I really like this game. Yeah, I like the I like Buffalo too. Plus one ten for them. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I like it, and I'm even I'm I even consider the over. I think we'll see a lot of goals again back to back. I think we will. Um, the totals at six, so I like Buffalo and the over. And one of the better lines actually uh, on the night was uh, a, it was weird to, to to see this with Tobias Reader, Cody Eakin, and Dylan Cousins, who was pretty good as well. Um, World Juniors, so yes. they actually led every line in shots and high danger chances. They were pretty solid, sneaky and Tage Thompson on that line with Eichel and Hall is a sneaky little play as well. Okay. St. Louis and Colorado, man, Colorado didn't get anything going on opening night. They just nothing. And I was a little shocked with the blues. Uh, Bennington didn't look great towards the end of last season. He looked like the Bennington that won the Stanley cup in that opener. Uh, They didn't seem to miss. I know it was just one game, but they didn't seem to miss the staple on the blue line in Alex Petrangelo last night in Vegas too, by the way. Uh, But Tori Krug on that line. Don't know if Mike Hoffman's going to play. Not sure what that's all about. The visa that he was a 10, he was a late scratch about 10 minutes before the game. Be careful if you're going to play Hoffman in daily because he was dirt cheap in opening night and he remains very, very cheap. What do you think about the St. Louis Blues in Colorado? Do you think you'll see a bounce back? we got the Avs minus 141, Blues plus 120, the total at six. Wow, I mean, yeah, I want to come back to Colorado, but you said it. Like they scored the first goal in that game, they were listless. They, they, they it actually bought it actually bothered me. I'm like, and the whole world was on Colorado. I should have known better. Like I'm just like, you're such an idiot, Cam. Like I should have bet uh, St. Louis in that game. And I mean, you know more about hockey, way more than me. Like you know everything. But no, 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 you do. And I'll give you credit. Like every single line, juniors, whatever. And people, if you don't know, Meanie's the real deal. I will say this, though. Rob Thomas, to me, is one of the most underrated players in the National Hockey League. Nobody talks about this guy. Nobody. All I do is watch him. All he does is do everything. He could score. He sets up guys. He's a great two-way player. He hustles. He hits. I just love his game. And that's the thing about St. Louis. I look at this team, and they have a bunch of those type of guys, like just underrated guys that show up every day for work. In Colorado, everyone, like, I guess maybe the market overinflated these guys. I love Nathan McKinnon, but you look at some of these guys on the team, they have a great blue line, Makar, all these guys are great, but are they that good? And they still have Franz Susan Grubauer. Like, it's not great. Like, when Bennington's hot, he's better than both of those guys, too. I kind of slept on the Blues. They're a better team than I think they're, than people anticipate. As for Colorado, I want to come back to them, but minus 160. I'd like your opinion on the game because Buffalo is going to be probably my biggest play tonight, but. I don't know. Maybe we put Colorado in parlays or the blues just going to beat these guys again. This is a tough game. It is. It is a tough game. I I think you're spot on with, with both. I think the blues are not getting a ton of respect. I think people are just forgetting that they have a very similar team that won the Stanley cup and they're deep. And some of these young guys like Carew, like Thomas are good and they're going to get better. And Hoffman, when you add him to the lineup is just a proven sniper. He's one of the yep. better snipers in, in the NHL and they're doing this without Tarasenko right now. So there's mm-hmm. still a loaded team. I thought last year, Colorado was a bit overrated. I, I thought they were still young and I wasn't crazy about their top six, but I do like this team overall. You bring in Brandon Saad, uh, a strong five on five player, Devin Tays and the blue line is solid, but I think where their week is in goal. I am not sold on Grubauer. 
I, I think Francis may be better than him, but they are going to go back and forth. It seems like, yeah, I think Colorado bounces, bounces back tonight. I think we'll see a better effort from them. Uh, but so. this, is, this is, yeah, this is, this is tight. And this is, this is a tight one. It's not my favorite pick on the board. Like, honestly, if I'm, if I'm going to pick, I'd rather go say you're picking three games. I would rather pick Toronto, Ottawa over lightning on the puck line, Buffalo. Like that's, those are my yep. three. If I'm adding a fourth, then give me Colorado in there, um, you know, on the money line in the parlay. You mentioned Rob Thomas, Robert Thomas. Yeah. My goodness. Um, Schwartz, Robert Thomas, and Sunquist, who stepped in for Hoffman. He's five on well. five, Cam. Nine shots, zero against. They didn't even give up a what shot I, attempt at five that's on five. What, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Was. Sunquist is good. Like, like I look at Thomas, and, like, it, it's just funny. Like, if people don't watch hockey every day, you just hear the same old big names. But when you yeah. actually, like, pay attention like you do, and I'm, I'm just, like, one game I just started watching everything Thomas did. I'm like, what a player. Like, like right. just, I love guys like that. Like he's, he's a guy who could be on my team any day of the week. And Meanie, like you saw those games, even last year against Vegas, the guy could put up a hat trick oh, night yeah, and yeah. do crazy stuff too. He's a good playmaker. Sammy blaze on the blues. Like they got a lot of really interesting, like workers and guys that can play the game that don't get any type of respect. I'm with you. I think Colorado was embarrassed. I'm going to put Colorado in there. It's right at my limit around like, like a buck 60 for a favorite. I think the line will go down people thinking, wow, we're getting value with the blues tonight too. So if you're going to bet this game, I would wait until puck drop. I would not take it. Uh, earlier, I'd wait a bit because I think probably by Colorado, by, by game time, I think being either going to be around a buck 45, a buck 50. I think we can go down 10 to 15 cents on this line because people say, hey, St. Louis beat them before. They can do it again. I agree. Yeah, Thomas, is just to just to hammer home that point, the 5-on-5, five five, the two goals at 5-on-5, five five, the four scoring chances, zero against, and two high-danger high scoring chances. So that <laughs> line was just unreal. Thomas is 19-1 to to score the first goal tonight. He's a bit of a pass-first guy, so I'll kind of fade away from it. I think yeah. we're going to see a big game from McKinnon. Uh, he's plus 850 for the first goal. Uh, I didn't give a first goal for Washington and Buffalo, but, man, we're on the Sabres. Give me Hall at 13-1. to one. What's uh, Eichel? Eichel is 950. He, this is the beautiful thing, meaning it's like golf, right? Like look at first goal scores. And the thing is, I told you before, like Gabe and I were doing a show and I put like 30 bucks on Hunter Henry at 16 to one in that Raiders game. He scored for the Chargers. I'm like party time. This is great. (laughs) Click, click, click. And you know, and then, and then Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, Nick Chubb. Remember we had four games in a row. We hit uh, the first touchdown score and I'm like, this is great, but this is the beautiful thing. You're getting a guy at plus 850 and a guy at 14 to one. You can make two or three bets. I get it. Don't use the same units if you're betting 100 bucks a game or whatever, but put 25 bucks on it, whatever. You hit these things, man, you can really start playing with your bankroll. And like golf, you can't, there's 144 guys in a field, only one guy wins. So you can kind of spread it around, right? So I would say at least, Meanie, if you like Hall and Eichel, I would do, I would do both bets. One of them hits, you're still making money. I 100% agree with you. And that's what I've been doing over at FTN. That's what I'm telling our subs is don't do one unit 25, right? 0.25. And you hit one of these, you're still going to be laughing. You're going to be fine. Um, The long shot for me in Philly is Kevin Hayes at 17. Like that. 17 to one. I just like that line. That line looked really good. You know, Drew is 15 to one and Farabee is 17 to one. I think that was the best line on the ice. I think it's going to carry over. Um, And shot attempts before we get to some DK picks. And I, I, only gave some for the first couple of games. So I wanted to get involved here again. Uh, Rantanen over two and a half is minus 118. 
Uh, he got there in the opening. It didn't look like it. He had no shots in the first and subs like, man, he doesn't have a shot. It's like, don't worry. Like that line will pick it up. And I think that's going to be the difference tonight is that McKinnon and Ranton in line. We saw Landis got get bumped up on the top line towards the end, just to try to try to generate some offense. So that's where I'm feeling there. And again, I just like Kevin Hayes tonight. He's Good plus pick. 105, two and a half shots plus 105. I'm going to jump on that one. Uh, all day. Okay, let's head on over to DraftKings on the way out here. We'll get a few picks and some few plays. Up at the center position, Cam, uh, no surprise. Nate McKinnon up at the top, 8-5. Austin Matthews, 8-1. Our guy Eichel, 7-5. Braden Point, 7-3. And Crosby's in there at 7. We can group in Malkin. Why not? He's 6-8. If you're paying up for a guy tonight... Should we just continue with the Sabres here? I think most people are going to go to McKinnon yes. and Matthews. I think they're strong plays. I think they're great cash game plays. But if you're playing in a huge field, um, people are playing multiple lineups, I think you should probably get involved with Jack Eichel here tonight. I think the Sabres are, 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 the, are, are the dirty stack tonight, Meanie. They scored four goals in the game, and uh, trust me, it could have been a hell of a lot more against Washington the first time they met. Hall looked great. Eichel looked great. You talked about all their young players too. Cousins, I think you can do, I like Buffalo and you do too to win the game and we can get a couple guys uh, cheaper too. You want to stat, you, you want to put Hall and Eichel there and then we can actually, you know, throw a couple extra cheap sabers in there too. I don't know what Rasmus Dahlin is. He might be uh, worth a look tonight too. Um, th- this team, I really like, I think they could score four or five goals again tonight against Washington and this time win the game instead of losing six to four. So the Sabres stack is where it's at. Toronto's going to be obvious. Colorado's going to be obvious. Meanie, you're right. I think that's the best way to go. There's one thing to say about Washington. They're, um, you know, they're only a couple of years removed camp from winning the Stanley Cup. And Braden Hope, we've really yep. struggled over the past couple of years. But when you look deeper into the numbers, this is just not a great five on five team in Washington. They give up a lot of quality chances. And that I've, they have a big question mark for me in, in goal and net. So that's why I think, you know, the over is a strong play. That's why we saw 10 goals yesterday. Washington can score with anybody, right? They can go up and down the ice. They can. Like with any team. But when they get into that track meet, they start allowing some of the goals. And and yeah, Darlene is 4-1. So he is a nice, nice, solid price. No, I mean, and you saw it. Like I watched that. I watched that game when it was on finishing up my show. And Sam Sonoff was actually like, he didn't look good. Don't no. let that. You know what I mean? Like he was rusty and the Sabres hit pipe. They had opportunities with like open nets. He slid, made the wrong play. Like, I don't know who's in net tonight, but by, by the time of the taping, but this guy, he, he played with fire last night. Tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sabres get like six goals tonight. Oh, baby, let's go. They might, uh, hit, the, they might hit the push on the over themselves. And you know Washington's good for, good for th- three or four or five, right? Like, exactly. I'm with you. I think I'm going to take the over again in this game. Yeah, let's go back to it. Why not? It was good to us. So yeah. So I think if you can get to the if you can get to the top of the board with McKinnon and Matthews, if you're just a cash game player, um, you know, which I like cash, it's, you know, yep. you won't play head to head. That's fine. McKinnon and Matthews are just both volume shooters, and Matthews has had his way with the Sens too um, over the short course of his career. He kind of just lights them up um, down the board. If you're looking for some value, I already mentioned Kevin Hayes. He's at the bottom of the board there at 5'7". I, I like that line. I think it's fine to go back. It, it probably will be a little chalky knowing Faraby had the four-point night and he had the two power play points as well, but uh, I think it's warranted for sure. What do you think of some of these cheap Ottawa guys? Josh Norris is is the number one center on the Sens right now. He's going to play with Brady Kachuk. We have the second line in Ottawa. Dig, dig, digging real deep here. I don't think we can we should get really involved with Stepan. But as we move over to the winger position, sorry, Matty, I'm all over the board here. Um, <laughs> down at the bottom, you know, Tim Stutzel. Yeah, why not? Is, 
little he's, toaster 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 strudel meanie why not it's it sounds good to me real cheap two five he doesn't get any cheaper than <laughs> he, that we're you, doing bargain hunt i i agree that's cam stewart at the grocery store personified like that roast should be 20 bucks or it's like 3.99 at giant tiger i don't know what i'm doing is it questionable meat no i think stutzel's great like you know what i mean toaster strudel yeah. toaster strudel let's take a meanie ears you said it you can't get cheaper and the guy's going to get the thing about Ottawa is they have all these young guys that are going to get ice time and the Leafs by no stretch have any type of defense. And who knows about the goaltending tonight? I got to be, who's going to start is they're not probably not even going to start Anderson against Ottawa tonight. Well, it's the first of a back-to-back, right? They may not, they may, yeah. they may not start him. Um, and you know, he didn't look, he looked okay. I mean, he's the, all right. He's, he's streaky fine. too. He's streaky. Listen. There was a span where the Leafs gave up three breakaways in two minutes, right? So what are you going to do? You're going to be all over Anderson? Like, don't give up breakaways every exactly. four minutes. Like, you can only stop so much. So um, I like Stutzlo. I like Dadnoff. This is a combined price for both of those guys at 5-6, right? Dadnoff is 3-1. Stutzlo is 2-5. Um, so those are strong wingers that I like and that can really – I mean, it, it correlates too. It makes a lot of sense. If you think the Leafs are going to score and it's going to be wide open hockey, you can go back and forth between the two. Um, and, Matt, you had a great call on VC too, right? I mean, the ref the ref had the assist on the goal, but – Yes, <laughs> but it still counts. I'll tell you one thing too, Chris. Even tomorrow, like if we're going to be uh, play the patience game, um, I was on the, the, the Devils uh, plus in that game. I got to believe Boston – um, you know what I mean? If, if you, if you like that game early, I think, don't think they were like proud of the way they played, maybe wait and throw that in a parlay. I don't know how you feel before that line goes up. And what do you feel about the Islanders and Rangers part two? The Islanders kicked their butts the first, like, I know the Rangers are going to be a better play on team like Montreal this year, but would you come back to them against the New York Islanders after getting embarrassed? It's kind of an angle that I like more. And I'm not sure in, 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 in other sports, I bet it like when you get smoked, instead of staying away, you come back. Yeah, um, come back. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of like the, the effort, but I don't know, man, the Islanders are so damn good and well coached. Like they're a good hockey team. They really are, man. I, I don't seem to give them a, enough credit. It's just, they always seem to impress me every year. It's like, nah, you know, a couple of years ago, they're not going <laughs> to beat the penguins in the first round. They swept them. Right. And then last exactly. year, the Flyers were one of the better teams in the NHL. They get by Montreal pretty easily in the first round. And then they they just run into the Islanders who just don't give up anything. So I really like the Rangers overall as a team. I think that they can break through. I mm-hmm. like some of their players. I think they got a lot of pieces on offense. I like Shesterkin in net. Um, you know, you, you bring up good points on the you know, the back-to-backs and playing these teams over and over and just, you know, bouncing back and trying to, you know, the effort, right, after just getting blown out in the first game. I have no problem going back to the Rangers in in that spot. But I'll be honest with you, one of my rules in hockey is just to stay away from the Islanders. (laughs) I just stay the hell away from them. My my rule used to be bet on the Islanders a lot, and it's good to make money, and I didn't like them. I didn't like them yesterday because the Rangers, I just, I'm part of the yeah. Rangers hype train too. It's like Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. And then what up? Boom. The Islanders are already up like three, nothing before the game started. They're, they're just a good team and they're well coached. Meanie. That's the thing. They play a system. They're, they're they know, really know what well they do. Coached. They know their damn role. That's the Islanders. Know your role, play it or you're gone. And, and that's and they're disciplined. They're so disciplined and you, you lose Devin Taves, they traded him because they couldn't sign him. And then a week later, Johnny Boychuk retires. And it's like, oh, my goodness, you just lost two pieces of your blue line, your top yeah. four. Are they going to struggle? It's like, no, <laughs> they're going to be just fine, right? Exactly. I, yeah. Um, 
let's get to a couple picks for Saturday in, in just a, a couple minutes. I want to look at that board. I, I'm glad that you brought it up. I think, again, at the center position, there's so much value, guys, on DraftKings at the winger position. I think the play tonight is to spend up at center. I'm looking down at the board. If you want a value play, Cam was all over Robert Thomas. He's 3-1 on DraftKings. Super, super cheap. Um, I like that play. Over at the winger position, Cam, at the top of the board, we have Ovechkin, Stamkos, Kane, Rantanen, Kachuk, Taylor Hall, Gensel, Marner. Hall, again. I mean, Hall, these, yes. These Sabres, yes. like, Hall should be priced. He should be much higher than this. He's 6'5. Like, there's no real reason. Brady Kachuk is a nice player. Rantanen, too. Rantanen's I think a Col- nice player, too. Colorado, St. Louis has got good D and goaltending, but if Colorado's going to give an, an effort tonight, as we talk about, I, I, I have no problems with Rantanen at all. I think McKinnon Rantanen makes for a solid stack. I think Hall and Eichel make for a solid stack. Uh, as you go down the board, in this mid-range, not really feeling anyone, man. Burakoski, I think, is priced up a little bit. But yep. if you really want to go all in on the Avs, he's going to be in the top six. He did score a goal for Colorado in the opener. He's 5K. Um, but in this range, like Russ, Schwartz, Drew. I, Drew is probably my favorite of the bunch because I mentioned my love for the for the Flyers in that line. Um, Faraby four, three. I think he's a really good value again tonight. Again, there's just a lot of value to start the season on DraftKings. Joe Thornton with the big boys. He is three, four. He's cheap. He's going to get power play time. VC, what do you do? Meanie for your goalie. What do you do for your goalie? So That's let's the, go over to goalie. How do, you, how do you find that guy tonight? That's let's, the question. Let's go over to goalie. Vasilevsky is super pricey. He's eight, five, right? Okay. He's probably going to get the W, whether it's him or McElhaney, they're probably going to get the win. McElhaney is priced up at 8-3 just in case he gets the start as well. Anderson, 8-3. Campbell's 8-1. Carter Hart, already locked in, going to start. He's 8-2. I don't know, man. I think I think I go to that, go to Colorado. I think I'm going back to the Avs tonight. Yeah. I feel would like you, would you take games- a flyer? Would you take a flyer on Allmark? <laughs> the problem is if Buffalo wins, it's probably going to be a high scoring game. Like, can they stop Washington? I don't know. He's cheaper though, right? He is cheap. Yeah. He's seven, three. He's seven, one. Subban is seven. Uh, like, yeah, these guys are all uh, cheap. I, I don't, I think in tournaments, I think it's fine. In tournaments, you're playing multiple lineups. There's only yeah. five games. You want to get a low price goalie in there. I mean, last night, Cam Talbot worked at a low price. Murray might, Murray might be a play, Meanie, because I know you like the Flyers in that game, but you're you're right. Like, even though the analytics and the numbers, it was a wide open game, I was kind of like you the first game. I thought it would be like a three to one, three to two type of game. Maybe they buckle down a bit. Like, I'm just saying, if you want to save a little bit of money, it's a risky play, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's okay to spend down in net, right? I mean, last night, if you played Blackwood, you were fine. You didn't get the W. Love Blackwood. saw so much rubber, and Corpusalo last night didn't get the win. Yep. Saw so much rubber. Uh, so, like, Cam Talbot got the win at the very end, but it was very cheap. Like, saw mm-hmm. a lot of pucks. If these guys are going to get – like, Allmark's going to get a lot of shots on net. And if he only lets yeah. one or two in and he gets 30-plus saves, there's some feedback here. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, you know, 
if he's going to get a ton of saves, then he's going to be fine. He's going to return value at, yeah. at that price point. So for me, I just looking at all the games cam on the board. I just feel like the one that could be the lowest scoring is St. Louis and Colorado. No, so, I agree. Um, I had Bennington as a contrarian play last time. I'm going to go to the Avs. So I think Grubauer or Francis, I think we could see Francis in, in the net tonight at seventh, seven. I think that's a solid play play at defense before we get to some picks on our way out here. Hedman six, nine Carlson, Six eight, Latang five eight, Shabbat five six, Makar five four. Those are the two. Shabbat and Makar for me. I like Shabbat. Yeah, give him to me. He's going to play almost half the game. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be high scoring. You get the bonus for block shots. Leafs are going to put some pucks on net too. Uh, so this guy is just going to touch a lot of categories for you. He's going to get top power play time. So Shabbat at five six, Makar five four, Morgan Riley too five two. He doesn't have Tyson Berry to worry about anymore. He's getting some top power play time. He's joining the rush. He's got a solid. Uh, partner in TJ Brody that which allows him to join the rush as well. So that's where I'm feeling a little bit deeper cam. If you're looking for some value at the, the defense position, again, these sabers are just standing out. Darlene, <laughs> yes. I think four one is a good price cam. I agree. I think Darlene's going to get points tonight. I told you that the Sabres are our play tonight, meaning we're going down with the good ship Buffalo tonight. It should be a lot of fun and they better win tonight because that game, like it was game one of the season. It's already taken years off my life watching the Sabres and the giveaways and the fence and God, they play a weird, uh, reckless style of hockey too, but they're going to score a lot of goals. You talked about it. Eichel, Hall, Skinner's got to figure something out. This guy's on the fourth line now, meaning he used to be one of the best snipers in the National Hockey League. Yeah. It's a problem. Uh, some people say it's an attitude problem. He should be better than that still. I saw a couple glimpses of it where he got close last night, but Skinner needs to get better. <laughs> yeah, he does. I He's in the doghouse already. That's not a yeah. good start for him. Uh, I thought maybe there'd be a little bit of, you know, him and Stahl played together in Carolina and they were yeah. really good. Ugh. I know Stahl is not the same type of player and I guess Skinner isn't either, but nope. you're looking for some value on defense. Uh, Gustafson from the Flyers, he gets some power play time. He hit the score sheet in his opener. Uh, he's he's the replacement for Matt Niskanen and who they lost in the off season who retired. So Gustafson is, is cheap. He's interesting to me. Uh, and then, Devin Taves, 4-5. Didn't work out last last time, but I think at that point, at 4-5, you just spend up $200 more for um, potentially Mike Riley is another guy that I like who's going to get some power play time for the Sens tonight as well. So, And then Krug is 5-1. So I think the play, to wrap it all up, Cam, spend up at center. Yep. Spend up at D. Get the value on the wings, right? Try to find yep. some value there in Stutzla, in Dadnoff, BC, Thornton. Uh, you get a piece with Tage Thompson. Robert Thomas is cheap at center at the value value position there, Burakowski. So there's enough to kind of make all of this work. Didn't really talk about a lot of Tampa. They're fine. Stamkos and Point are absolutely fine if you want to play them and then have the value. I think that's a solid cash game strategy. Cam, on the way out, did, you know, is there any more games on the weekend that you took a look at here for, for Saturday and Sunday? You mentioned the Rangers. Yeah. We're going to have a, another Ottawa and Toronto game. Like if that one is high scoring tonight, would you be willing to go back to it on Saturday as another just potential over? I would. I'm also, I would meaning I'd look at the over there. I'm also, I think Columbus played better and they just kind of took their foot off the pedal against Nashville. They're plus 105. I'll probably be betting them. I think the Kings deserved a better fate at plus 110 against the Wild. I'm basically going to play 
the theory of coming back and beating these teams and, you know, losing the first game and losing in heartbreaking fashion too. So those are games that I'm looking at uh, over the weekend. I will take a shot with the Rangers against the Islanders, but that one's kind of tough because we know how damn good the Islanders are, but I'm going to play these for a while. See how these back-to-backs work for me. For me, just quickly rapid fire, Vancouver, Calgary. I'm going to take the over. I already know. I don't even need to know the line, whatever it is. Uh, I'm going to take Vegas against the Ducks again on the puck line. That worked out for all of us, including Matt at one and a half. Um, I will stay away from mini LA, but it does feel like an under there. Columbus, Nashville, I think under again. And then puck line, Carolina, Detroit. You know, when these teams play each other, like Tampa plays Chicago, Vegas plays Anaheim. Carolina plays Detroit. I'm just going to jump all over that that puck line. Matt Best, anything from you on the way out? I am absolutely in love with the Washington and the Sabres over. Um, I like the Toronto-Ottawa over. Uh, I do like the Ottawa puck line a bit. I don't know if I have the cojones to play it. I'm on board with you guys with the Colorado side here. Um I don't know. Pittsburgh Philly to me is a stay away. I'm going to hammer Tampa Bay puck line. Puck line has been fun a lot so far. Meanie, I've got your uh, free Andercust picks, your results from uh, last week. That wasn't good, was it? Dude, that wasn't good, but everything else was hot fire from the show. So you, you had maybe has, I shouldn't say like Ander cuss like when I'm saying maybe I just, yeah I yeah you should just you should just meanie meanie cussed it uh, yeah had, say Tim. Right. (laughs) Uh, I had the Habs and the under, I believe I was on Colorado. So yeah, that was, that was not good at all. So hopefully some props and some picks here for you a little bit better. I'll give one on the way out. Why not? It's kind of what I mentioned earlier. I'm going back to Colorado. I think they win Toronto and Ottawa over uh, Washington and Buffalo over. And then let's throw Tampa in there. Puck line. Yep. Why not? I'm going to go take a shot. Colorado meaning I like the Sabres uh, at plus money. We'll take the over in that game. Ottawa on the puck line. Very tempting over in the Leafs, Ottawa game. Ugh, I'm not, I'm going to lay off the penguins. I, and I'll take yeah. uh, the lightning, the lightning and some parlays, buddy. That's what I like. And on the puck line. Cam Stewart, man. Uh, this is awesome. It's great to talk to you every Friday. We're going to do this. Woo. Yeah. If I, I don't know, Meanie, I look like I'm staring off into space. Like my camera's not like on the right angle, but maybe Matt can help me out. Meanie, it's been fun. For everybody that knows, Meanie is a hockey savant. So listen to what this guy's telling you. You're going to make some money and uh, hopefully we'll all make some money this year, uh, Meanie. That would be nice because in the pandemic, when bars open again, when I hit out there, I'm literally probably going to drop a dime just on drinks alone. I feel like I'm living like I, it's Groundhog Day. Every single day is the same for me. It's a, like I can't get a haircut. You know, I'm at, at the grocery store. Like I'm losing my mind right now. Yeah. Like I'm going nuts. We all are. So hopefully <laughs> we just provided a little bit of a distraction for you at, at yeah. home and hopefully just win you guys some cash. Uh, I will yes. say one more time, DFS over at FTN 129 will get you bets and season-long waiver wire stuff for all you puck heads out there from Cam. For Matt, myself, Chris, enjoy the hockey tonight, and we will be back on Monday with Eric Young. Cheers.